Have you ever wondered what it'd be like to watch an emo person play goalie? Probably not, but if you head over to YouTube, you can watch the first three episodes of Emo Shield now. Just subscribe to Instructor Barnes Productions, and you can watch the short film of an emo goalie and his journey from outcast to champion. Don't forget to drop a like, comment, and subscribe. Welcome back, listeners, to the Chuck and Nuts podcast, bringing you hockey through the eyes of the players. This is episode 23, A and Miracle. I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and I'm here with the whole crew, Matthew Barnes, Zach Hahn, and John DeCio. This episode marks our one-year anniversary of the birth of the Chuck and Nux podcast. We just wanted to extend a huge thank you to our entire crew for your hard work this past year, and our families and friends for the tremendous support you guys have brought us throughout the year. And most importantly, we would like to thank you, the fans. Without you, none of this would be possible. So thank you for listening to these past 365 days of the Chuck and Nucks podcast. In this podcast, we bring you a special edition of Coach's Corner with the one and only Craig Patrick, assistant coach slash GM of the Miracle on Ice 1980 men's gold medal winning Olympic U.S. hockey team. Here is the Craig Patrick interview. I hope you guys all enjoy it with me and Bards, Coach's Corner with Craig Patrick. Welcome back to a special edition of Coach's Corner. I'm your host, Anthony Russo. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Matthew Barnes. Today, we proudly introduce not only a coach, but a former general manager of both the New York Rangers and Pittsburgh Penguins, NHL player from 1971 through 1979, Hall of Famer and assistant coach slash general manager of the 1980 Olympic gold medal winning USA men's ice hockey team, Mr. Craig Patrick. Welcome to the show. Great. Thank you. It's great to be here. Of course. Of course. Thank you for opening up your schedule. This means a lot to us. We're, yeah. we're huge fans of you. Yeah, seriously, it's it's it is it's a great honor to have you on here. It's it's awesome. Well, yeah, thanks. It's, it's really huge. You know, we're we're only twenty years old, but like you, what you've done in nineteen eighty has just been a huge impact on our lives and just the game itself. Honestly, like the entire for American hockey, I think it's like crazy. But yeah, yeah. So been a joy. It's been it's been a joy to be part of hockey all my life. So it's great. Same with both of us. We've been doing it our whole lives, so. Yeah, it's just such a fun sport. It really is. All right, so you want to hit him off with the first question? Yeah, so uh, we got a lot of questions. Uh, we're going a bunch of different topics, but we want to start off with uh, with three ice. Uh, you just wrapped up your first week in Vegas, and uh, now you're heading to Colorado for week two. Um, so for my first question, can you give uh, the listeners an idea of what style of hockey to expect uh, when watching three ice? Sure, it's um, it's – it's based on a three-on-three overtime in the NHL. Uh, we've tweaked it a little bit to uh, to make it more um, exciting in the sense that uh, we get a lot of scoring chances, great goaltending. Uh, our weekend in Vegas, we had we had uh, well, the, uh, we played tournament-style game uh, every Saturday all summer long, and uh, it's we have six skaters on the team and a goalie, and uh, we have six teams. All three, all six teams play in the first round. The three winners advance, and the team that scores the most goals as a loser advances the second round. Then they get they play off the second round, and then they go to the championship round, and that's every Saturday night. And um, it's 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 really fast paced. We changed a lot of rules that the NHL uh, doesn't have in their rule book, in in the sense that what one one important one is. If you go once you get into the offensive zone, you can't go back up across the red line, or it's a, you turn the puck over to the other team. So in the NHL, when it started out with three on three at the very beginning, it was really run and gun, and now the, the coaches got involved in there. It's all about puck possession. So you see a lot of times they throw the puck back to the goalie, then they regroup and change players, and uh, we don't have any of that. And we we played two halves, and there are eight eight-minute running time halves each game, So, and we have two face-offs. One to start each half, that's it. There's no more face-offs. Puck goes up into the netting behind the goal and comes back into play, it's in play. Penalties are a penalty shot, and the penalty shots are uh, uh, the, the shooter goes, all, other five skaters chase him down, he gets a little head start. If he scores, it's a goal. If he doesn't score, the puck's in play. Uh, if a goal is scored, the, the goalie gets the puck in the crease, he starts he starts the play going the other way. So there's no 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 delays whatsoever. It's just run, 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 and gun. And uh, in the first round, first weekend in Vegas, we had 
in the six games we played, we had 48 goals scored. It was really, really exciting. Uh, one, one incident, uh, Larry Murphy's team was down to Joey Mullen's team, five to one, and he pulled his goalie with like all kinds of time left on the clock. He scored four goals, went into overtime, and they won, they won in shootout in overtime. Over, we don't have overtime's not regular play. It's not three on three play. It's just shooter one one round. Each shooter, if the shoot one, if the first guy scores, the other team doesn't. Then it's over. But then they, if they do, if both score or both don't score, moves to the second the second round of shootout. But it's just shootout, not. Uh, right. mm-hmm. It's um, it's just exciting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. See, I like the idea of the uh, chasing this uh, the penalty shot. And the uh, the one man elimination uh, shooter that's really interesting, you know. Um, yeah. So Barnes, you if you have a yeah, it just it sounds like a lot of fun to play in. To be honest with you, I would, you know, we should. I wish we had something up uh, in New York or our Northeast area. It's yeah. it's a really cool concept you guys do. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm 76 and I wish I could play. So. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet the guy. I bet the guys love it. I bet it's a lot of fun. They really love it. They yeah. We had tryouts in Vegas in April, and they all everybody came in with high expectations and we all exceeded them all the expectations oh, you, had, you had tryouts for it yeah yeah wow. we actually had 125 guys signed and not all not because of covid most of the leagues were still playing so we didn't have all 25 at tryouts so but when we had our draft people could have been drafted off of paper without having been there so and we drafted 54 people 54 players that's so cool that's awesome who who, who, who are some guys that you guys drafted uh, well, Ryan Malone's got, we have some guys from the NHL that played in, in the NHL, Jeff Taft, uh, um, Mike London, uh, Ryan Malone, uh, and some other guys that, you know, that are, are known, but maybe that didn't play as long as, uh, as Ryan Malone did, but, right. but and then guys that were in Europe, guys that played here and then went over to Europe and then some guys just got out of college. So it's, oh, it's, okay. um. It's all about skill, speed, and being able to execute at high speed. So, it's uh, it's just exciting. And it's, we have some guys five three, five four, that just came out of college that can really fly and really dangle. That's uh, it's fun. It's fun to watch. A lot of highlight goal scoring. That's so cool. It's like uh, straight out of a video game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like it's like the NHL game. Yep. Right. The three v three. That's really cool. That's yep. awesome. Yeah. Um. So we're um. So sticking with the West Coast theme, being you guys were just in Vegas, uh, we have a few questions. Um, with the uh, recent addition of Vegas and uh, the Seattle Kraken, um, it has been made clear that the NHL is looking to expand more West Coast. Um, what city do you believe uh, they should consider for the next expansion team? Oh, I, I'd have to give that some thought. Um, I, uh, I, I, off the top of my head, I, I don't know. There's, there's probably a lot of good hockey markets i mean portland's had hockey for a long long time um um yeah i i don't know okay um how was the atmosphere in vegas around hockey when you were there it was it was great they they yeah. loved their golden knights and the silver knights also they, mm-hmm. they they have a great following there and they're very very supportive of us being there the, the fans and the hockey organizations it was great yeah, I feel like I feel like ever since Vegas had an NHL team, I think the hockey community grew overnight. Yes, definitely. it really did. It really did. Uh, I I see that a lot of parts um, out west, they creating new teams. Um, then you have it down south in Florida as a new. We we talked about it a lot on our podcast. Uh, Flor we we looked at Florida and Texas becoming two uh, hockey powerhouses that you wouldn't think they would have hockey, but they have hockey. And right. people love it down there. And now you have Vegas. And I've been to a Vegas Golden Knights game, and it's it's unbelievable. They do. Yeah. They really put on a show. They love it. It's crazy. Yeah. Great atmosphere. I went to one game myself there. Actually, in in uh, two years ago, they honored us for the Olympic team, the 80 team, for our, our 40th anniversary. And they, the Vegas Knights brought us out, had us on the ice. And That's awesome. That's really cool. They do. They're great. The show is unbelievable. Yeah, it's awesome. They do a great, they do, they do a great job. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Um, so we're going to ask a few questions uh, regarding your background. Um, sure. In this coaches cor- coaches corner segment, uh, we talked with coaches about uh, the switch from playing to coaching, but never coaching to general managing. 
uh, being you've done all three, playing, coaching, general managing, um, can you touch on your experience transitioning from behind the bench to uh, behind the desk as a GM? Sure. I'll, I'm going to start with this, though. Um, as a player, that's the most fun. Coaching mm. and general managing is great, but it's not doesn't match up to those. Uh -huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're actually our first general manager on the show. Yeah. We've had coaches, players. Uh, we've had so many different people in the game. We haven't had a, a GM. So this is this is interesting. This is cool. I, as a GM, I like to be very close to the team, both players and coaches, and tried to, I always traveled with them. I always was, I was around, but it's not the same as being in the locker room. It's just uh, it's a different different feel. But I tried to make it as uh, comfortable for everybody as I could. Obviously, yeah. Um, I read was it is did I get the dates right? Did you coach or did you um general manage under Mario Lemieux? I did both. But I, I got oh, that's so cool. That I, awesome. When I got hired, they were talking to me about being the general manager, and when they finally made the decision, they said, they said no, "Now who are you, who are you going to get to coach?" I went, well, I, "You're firing the coach too." So I said, "Well, this is this was December." I said, "We're not going to get anybody we want right now." So I'll coach. That's how that happened. So, yeah. and then I coached again another time when I had to let a coach go. But, um, but it, yeah, I coached and managed with Mario. And I'm still working with the Penguins, so I see Mario a lot. Yeah, you um, you still scout for the Penguins too, right? So you're still you're still in the game. You're still doing it. Yes, I am. Yeah, I do, I do awesome. some some pro scouting for them. That's great. So I I mean I can ask a question on that because uh, we have a lot of young viewers uh, who are getting into juniors, getting into college, want to play professional hockey. Um, you're a scout. You've done every every sort of job in hockey except maybe ref. I don't know if you did refing. <laughs> I ref refing's hard. I refed in uh, some hockey camps that I used to work. Like they needed somebody to ref, so I refed. That's hard. That's a hard job. It is hard. Yeah. I refed. I, I I mean, I was uh, I played in El Paso last year in Texas uh -huh. for years, and they made me ref like a a men's league, like a little league. Yeah. I I was good, but it's just hard because I was by myself. And so, every, everybody hates you, whether yeah. you make a good call or a bad call. They all hate you. They hated me and loved me because I, I was a nice guy, and I kind of let some things go and, you know, <laughs> let them just play. But and then if I miss something, they'd go, oh, come on. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah, back to my question. Uh, we have a lot of young viewers. Uh, what are some things that you're looking for in today's age with hockey that you can tell young viewers to start doing? Well, obviously, skill level is very important, but the first thing that a young player needs to do is get his, get the skating down, get it, be a skater. That's that, and then work on your other your hand skills and that. But skating's primary, hand skills next, and then character, what type of person you are, comes into play a lot. Um, you, you need to be a good teammate. You need to be strong in the locker room. You got it's, it's all that stuff. So that's what those are the things that we look for. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, Barnes kind of just uh, you kind of just answered my next question. I was going to ask, what do you look for uh, from a player's, I guess, personality and off ice presence uh, when scouting and uh, looking for players? Yeah, it's um, you, you try to do background checks on them just by talking to maybe their teammates, maybe their coach, maybe their general manager, um, but anybody that's around them a lot. And 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 when I was a general manager, I always asked the uh, amateur scouts that went through all the small cities in Canada to get into the community and ask about, just ask the grocery guy to, what kind of kid he is, what kind of person he is when he comes in, or and just getting into the community and ask questions about the player. That's really cool. So I guess the, uh, the, well, what, what let's say, like the, uh, the idea here is that you're not only a hockey player on the ice, you're a hockey player when you go to the store, your hockey player when you go anywhere in public, so you got to be a good citizen. I agree. Yeah, I think that that's what makes the hockey so much different than all the other sports. Is like you have good people and good citizens in the game, and you you, you grow it through there. So exactly, yeah, it's really definitely. cool. Definitely. Um. So, uh, touching a little bit on the future because we brought up younger younger players and giving some advice. Um. With the emergence of younger and faster skilled players like Trevor Zegers and uh. Kale McCarr, uh, what direction do you see hockey turning towards? Well, 
it's always been about skill for sure. But uh, it, to play in the NHL, five on five hockey, the way they play, the physicalness of it, you, you got to be a, a strong character, be able to handle that and, and not lose your temper. Uh, you got to be able to handle it and dish it out as well. I feel like a lot of players, when they first get to the NHL, it takes them a few years to really understand that. Yeah, it's it's not easy to. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a tough it's a tough feat. And speaking of tough feats, we'd like to touch on uh, the night your 1980 experience and miracle a little bit. Um, so um, both me and Matthew, uh, we weren't even a twinkle in our parents' eye when 1980 happened. We, were, you know, um, uh, but the impact uh, that you guys had has still been such a big part in our game uh, and in our lives. Um, so can you explain how much an impact uh, it had on the country during that period of time when you guys beat the Soviets? Yeah, we we were just trying to win a tournament. We had no idea what was going on around the country. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot of political background stuff that was the impetus for the, all the, the uh, fan reaction uh, for us beating the Russians. That was the big thing was be- beating the Russians, not winning the gold medal. It was just... We had Russians back then in the Cold War, and uh, and we did. And uh, the, it's been, it was, we had strong, strong, strong support for many, many years afterwards. Then the movie Miracle came out, and that just rejuvenated it with the youth of today. And uh, yeah, and that's, that's just still, like, later in July, we're all getting together in Minneapolis to you know, sign autographs and be around mm-hmm. some public stuff. So it's it happens. It's been happening and happening for about forty-two years now, so it's been it's been awesome, awesome ride. Did uh did you or Craig ever bring up like the the political aspects it had the game, uh, or did you kind of keep that to the side and we, try and... we had no idea. We had no idea what was happening around the country. Then, so <clears throat> we're we win on Sunday. We beat Finns, and the, President Carter called Herb Brooks and said, to "Herb, but want you guys to come down to." to uh white house for lunch tomorrow they wanted eric hyden to come too because he won five speed speed gold medals speed skating gold medals so he came with us then mm. air force one to pick us up outside lake placid we we get to washington dc we came into lake placid on a bus like a school bus kind of thing and we leave in the, in the Air Force One, so it's pretty good. Pretty. <laughs> that's a, that's so. You fun. guys, so literally, you guys went in there. Just this is we're going in there to beat beat these guys. We're gonna win a tournament. We're just gonna go play hockey. Yeah. Next moment, you're getting a call from the president. <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> that's because crazy. The extreme so underdog story. We landed in uh, uh, Andrews Air Force Base outside DC, and they, they put us in limos. Four four guys to a limo to go down to the White House, and we're all looking at each other like, what 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 happened? What just happened? <laughs> all the way from Andrews Air Force Base to the White House, there were people 10 feet deep, both sides of the road, all the way to the White House, waving American flags. It was like, we're just, we were amazed. Like, what, what's what's happening? But it was, it was incredible. I wasn't even there. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's all, it's crazy. It's so crazy. But those guys deserved it. They worked hard for seven months. And oh, yeah. They were actually, in my opinion, the best conditioned team in on the globe that year they were really in great shape yeah and well schooled on the game of hockey herb taught him everything that lots of stuff i didn't even know about and that's awesome. awesome that's awesome um i have have you uh, have you seen the movie um i assume so but uh, yes i saw it yeah I, actually espn wanted me to come down to disney world uh and i figured they wanted to talk about the movie because, mm. and uh, I, so I watched it, I stayed at a hotel here in Pittsburgh then to make sure I was there at the airport in time to get my flight in the morning. And I watched the movie Miracle that night at the hotel. And sure enough, I went down, Ken Morrow and I went down and mm. uh, had a big parade. It was, it was great. But, Russo's but, watched that movie so many times. I think he could probably recite the whole thing. Yeah, I've <laughs> seen, I think I've seen that movie at least 800 times. He could, uh, he can Pick a pick a time in the movie. He's got the whole thing. It's crazy, yeah. But um, there's actually one scene I wanted to ask. Um, Herb after the in during the intermission during the Sweden game, Herb came in and uh, flipped the table. Uh, well, Kurt Russell in the movie. Did that actually happen? Was he that um upset and furious with uh 
the the team at the time. Yeah, he 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 can get he could he could get animated on a on a pivot of a second like just up the table. Yeah. Yep, that's awesome. So, is the movie really accurate to really what happened? Because that's that's one of the questions that we have here. That I'll just ask you. So, is it really that accurate? Yeah, they. Uh, uh, my my opinion was they got the storyline perfect. Wow. They had they had to change a couple of things just to speed the story up because we were together for seven months. Mm-hmm. Right. They 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 had to show the animosity between certain factors on the team because they they played for national championships against each other and they didn't really like each other when they got together. Mm-hmm. And that was and when Herb hired me, he he said he hired me in May, and we didn't have tryouts until July. And he said, Craig, the guys we're having, the, we're going to have on this team, don't like each other. So he had the team up picked in May. And the tryouts were mute, moot. But anyway, he he knew who he wanted on the team and what kind of guy he wanted on the team. He said they don't like each other, and the only way I know how to make them a team is for them to dislike me, Herbie, and Craig. Your job is just keep the pieces together. That's all you have to do: keep the pieces together. And that made my job easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually depicted in the movie that you were like. You were like good cop. It was like good yeah. cop, bad cop, and you were good cop. A classic good cop, bad. Yeah. That was plan. That was Herb's game plan. He was he was pretty brilliant the whole year. He was awesome. Yeah, we uh, in the past on uh, in this podcast we did talk a little bit about Herb Brooks and the psychology factor of the things that he did in mm-hmm. coaching and how it affected the, the way he did things. So that it makes well, a lot of sense. Oh yeah, another little tidbit. He he his major in college was psychology. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So when he, he put for the tryouts, we, they were in Colorado Springs, he put together, took the top college coaches, like five or six of them, made them part of the selection committee. And every day they had a meeting. After every, every at the end of each day, they all watched players and they had a meeting. And I, I was in the meeting, I didn't say anything, but I'm sitting there. Herb talked every one of those guys, the coaches on the selection committee into the guys that he wanted. Talked them all into it. By by the end of the two weeks of training or tryouts, he had his guys. Wow, that's so cool. Going into it, he already he already preset knew yeah. exactly who he wanted. He already knew he wanted. That's crazy. Well, he 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 picked guys. He knew what he was going to put them through for seven months. He picked guys that he knew would be able to put up with it. Because there were some other players that there at the train tryouts that were really good players. We didn't pick them. Mm-hmm. Um. He, um, um, I had, uh, Jim, Jimmy Craig was not, uh, slated at the time to be the, uh, the starter, right? Um, the backup was, uh, supposed to be the starting role. Is that correct? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think Herb had, had high expectations of Jimmy, but his, okay. his, his, co- his, the backup was one of his players from the University of Minnesota, Steve Janisak. Mm-hmm. And I think Steve, Steve played well, but Herb had Jim in his mind as being the guy that's going to start. Okay, they got cool. it right because they won. Yeah, he, he, he got that one right. He got that one right in the head there. Yeah. Um. So we have a couple uh fan asked questions here um from our podcast. So I'm gonna read off a few of them. Um. Uh, Adam from Newington, Connecticut, uh, would like to know um what your reaction was while watching the Soviets for the first time during the Summit Series. Um. Well, I, I'd seen a lot of them. A lot of the Russians for a, a lot of years uh, played against them in world championships, mm-hmm. and uh, they were a great, great. They were really, and they, the way they played the game, uh, Herb copied a lot of that stuff for the for the eighty team. But um, they played a different game than we played in North America. Yeah, definitely. Awesome, awesome. Um, next up, we have uh, Trey from Andover, Massachusetts. He would like to know um, how often do you look back and rekindle those feelings uh, of beating the Soviets? Um, quite a bit, but I, I've been able to accomplish a lot of things. So I, 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 when I go to bed at night, I have a lot of things to think back on. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> I think if I held, I think if I held your hockey resume and, and everything you've achieved, I, from here, I think you would hit the floor. So <laughs> yeah, well, you'd miss your flight if we went through all those. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm very, I've been very fortunate in hockey for sure. Of course. Awesome. Um, Dolan from South Bend, Indiana would like to know, um, how accurate is the movie? Uh, you answered well, yeah, before, I, so. I, I, I asked that for him already. Unfortunately. So, uh, so Dolan, there you go. There you go. There's your answer. It was, it, 
Disney did a very good job telling the story. Very good job. All right. Um, next up, we have Ron from Dubuque. Um, how intense was the heated rivalry between uh, bosses, Boston and Minnesota during the time with the players? It's, it was huge. And, and we had a lot of Minnesota guys on the team. And I didn't realize this until really recently. When, when there was the animosity that Herb anticipated, which was there, uh, really was about his team, the University of Minnesota. Even the guys in Duluth didn't like the Minnesota guys. So it was, uh, it was just the animosity was towards the Minnesota guys. But it all, it all, at the end of the day, they're 42 years later, the best of friends today. So yeah. nothing. That's so, that's so awesome about the game of hockey. They can bring the worst of enemies together and become friends at the end of it. Yep. Right. I remember in the beginning of my year, I knew nobody going into my last season. And then at the end of the year, you, you always wind up just like shedding a tear because you don't want to leave these guys. You can't wait to get back together again. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. still I, and I still get back together with some of my junior friends mm -hmm. from the years. Yeah. I still talk to them and and they're like, it's, it it sucks that I, I can't be with them again. But mm -hmm. hey, the world's so small though. You could you always you always have you always run into people. Mm -hmm. Hockey opens up a really wide, vast amount of people. So yeah. I, I played with the junior Canadians in nineteen sixty four, and. This year, the draft's in Montreal, and our team's getting together. I can't make it because of three ice, but they're all getting in Montreal at the draft, so that's, that's, that's a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so next up, we have uh, Ethan from Almont, Michigan. Um, he would like to know, um, were there any major events that Disney left out uh, or weren't allowed to uh, include in the movie? Um, I can't think of one, but I can say this. Herb, Herb was at... Uh, the directing of it, the okay. whole he was there the whole time it was being put together, at, and with the directors, so he he helped get the story right, and be, believe it or not, when I watched the movie, I thought Kurt Russell was Herb. His, his mm. just everything about him, the way he walked and talked, just mm. I, he did an outstanding job portraying Herb. I remember for the uh, first half of my life being like young. You know, not knowing much. I thought Kurt Russell was actually Herb Brooks just because of how good he had done in that movie. He actually he really did do a really good job. He really yep. did. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, next up, we have uh, Matthew from Kentwood, Michigan. Uh, he would like to know, do you have any uh, uh, funny or interesting uh, road trip stories from the 1980 team? Well, probably a lot. Because we, we played 65 or 66 games, and we and our home base was Minnesota, Minneapolis, mm -hmm. St. Paul, actually. And we only played 12 games in Minneapolis. The, 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 so we mm -hmm. played 54 50, well, out on the road. So it was mm -hmm. there's probably a lot of stories to tell. <laughs> a lot of bus trips and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of plane trips. A lot are, of there, plane. are there any uh, any specific stories that uh, you could remember? Just off the top uh, of your head? We had – we went uh, – we had – uh, the team first get together at Lake Placid in, in August, August, mm -hmm. like August 20th. And we went, after a week there, we went overseas right away to Scandinavia. Mm -hmm. We were in Sweden, we are in Finland. Um, and the, when we first got there, we had, we had a sport camp in, called Veramaki in uh, Finland. And we had a, there was a bunch of girls, at, girl athletes there as well. Not, not American, uh, mm -hmm. Finnish. They go that they go to train. So, we had a, a big party out in a, a campfire, and everybody was hanging around. And Herb says to me, "Craig, let's let's go to bed. Let the boys have some fun." So, <laughs> Herb knew what was up. Herb knew. He knew. He knew what was going on. That's great. <laughs> oh, that's an awesome story. That's uh, perfect. Team bonding is good. Mm, of course. Yep. Yep. Um, Cameron from uh, North Richland Hills, Texas, would like to know. Um, how long were you coaching before you were named uh, assistant coach for the nineteen eighty team? I, I hadn't coached a minute, other than uh, other than school and hockey schools. I, mm -hmm. I I got the job. I played with Herb, and uh, I had a funny route to the NHL. I I uh, was went to Montreal to play hockey when I was fourteen. When I was nineteen, I went to the University of Denver. Uh, we won a couple of national championships. Uh, when when I got out of the army or got out of Denver. <clears throat> it was a draft lottery for the army or military. 
it was required. You had to you know, mm. admit it into the lottery. And my number wasn't very good, so I got selected to go on the, to the military. Mm. And I could have gone to reserves, which meant six years of you know summer duty, or go active and get it over with in two years. So I chose to go active and got, but the U.S. at the time, uh, USA Hockey wanted me to play in the national team, so they rigged it so I got one after basic training. I was assigned to West Point as assistant hockey coach. So I, I did. I guess you can count that as being a coach. Okay. And then uh, when I played in the World Championships both years, but uh, and Herb was on the team as well. That's how I got to know Herb. Then I turned pro when I got out of uh, out of the army and spent nine years playing pro and and so that brings me to 79 and my i had a feeling my career was over but i got invited to the world championships again and herb was a coach he made me the captain and then halfway through that was in moscow halfway through the uh, world championships he asked me to he said would you like to be the assistant coach in the olympic team i said sure so that's how i got there um but that's that's my background relative to any coaching Done before that, so they really kind of threw you to the wolves there with the uh, with Herb and the the eighty team. Well, not really. It was awesome. It was yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> kind of more like threw you to like angels. <laughs> yeah, threw you into heaven. <laughs> yeah, threw you into heaven. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Chris from North Liberty, Iowa, would like to know, um, in a few words, uh, how was the energy like uh, in the building during the last five minutes of uh, the Soviet game? Oh. From the time we tied Sweden, any time we stepped on the ice after that, every game, the fans were incredible, waving flags. Mm. But the last five minutes were electric. Like, I, I couldn't breathe. My heart mm. was, I just couldn't breathe. It was like, oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, getting, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Like, yeah. It's just, it's just such, a, such a cool moment. Yeah. Um, and our last, uh, second to last question here, uh, Jennifer from Manchester, Maryland, uh, she asked, um, are, are the big brand uh, recruitment sites that you see online for younger players um, worth the time and money? I don't, I'm not aware of them. I'm sorry. I, I, okay. don't, I don't know what that means. I don't, I, I think she, I think she means um, like, what you, like, um, like sports managers or like people who you pay money and they try to get you recruited and like, well, kind of like advisors. Advisors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like advisors. Yeah, well, it's good to have an advisor. I don't, I don't, I didn't know they had programs for it, but it's good to have an advisor for sure. Okay. I I never had an advisor, but I grew up in a hockey family, so it was mm-hmm. right. That's uh, that's actually the perfect segue into our last question. Um, Patrick from Long Island, New York, would like to know: um, coming from a young, uh, coming as as a young age, coming growing up in such a royal hockey family as you did, um. Was playing in the NHL and being a part of the NHL uh, always your main goal, or did you have any other aspirations? No, it was it was always my main goal. Uh, but I have to say this: my parents didn't push me. That they actually mm-hmm. encouraged me that, that 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 wasn't the life for me. But it turned out it was. Obviously, it turned out to be. Yeah, yeah. I actually have I have one less question for myself because Jennifer, who asked that question, was actually my billet mom. Oh, really? Wow. Yes, when I st- when I I lived in uh, Maryland and Pennsylvania for a little while playing hockey, and she was the one who I stayed with. Her name is Got Jen. It. Yeah, so and, and I still talk to her. I still talk to both my billet families that I lived with my, in my junior hockey years. Right. So I made I made a lot of uh, connections with my family there. That's um, being a citizen. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No. It, I, like they. They like my own. Like they're like my second and third family. Really, it's great. Mm-hmm. So, um, your question. Yeah, I just got the question. I got <laughs> sidetracked. <laughs> oh, I just completely forgot the question. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's a, that's a, that's an awesome story though. I love that man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a bunch of billet families when I was in Montreal because I was there five years. So they mm-hmm. moved team to team. But I I know what that life's like. Mm, yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's it's such a interesting experience because at such a young age you go everywhere and you're just you're you're put with a family who you get to know and they become like a second family to you and then at the end of the year it's just like the team you leave and you know you try to keep in contact. Yeah. Yeah, mm, yeah for sure. 
Um, that's all the questions we have here for today. Thank you so much, Mr. Patrick, for joining us. Oh, uh, sure. Yes, thank you very much. Best of luck uh, in, in your next uh, week with Three Ice. Thank you. Best of luck to you guys. That's awesome. I like thank you. Thank you. Enjoy, uh, enjoy Colorado. I will. Thank you. You got it. Thank you, everybody. That has been Coach's there. Corner. I'll be there for game five. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, they can wow. win the cup. Yeah. Yep. We're filming this on a. What's today? Uh, today is Thursday. We're filming on a Thursday. Yeah. So in a few days, they can win the cup. That's awesome. All right. Mm -hmm. Let's yep. go. Let's go, Avalanche. Let's go, Avs. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter works for the Avalanche. So I got oh, some. Good. So, so you, we know who you're rooting for. Yes, you do. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Awesome. That has been Coach's Corner. Thank you, Mr. Patrick. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for listening. That was Coach's Corner with Craig Patrick. Uh, me and Barnes had an awesome time. Thank you to everybody over at Three Ice, and thank you, Mr. Patrick, for uh, letting allowing us to do this. We had a great time. It was really, it was just such such an inspirational moment or monumental moment. It sounded, sorry, it sounded amazing. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. You guys, you guys did a great job. Thank you, and Patrick did a great job, Mr. Patrick. Um, yeah, um, it, it was so cool because you know, growing up, I've seen a miracle miracle at least like a thousand times you watched it twice before you did the interview yeah we, yeah <laughs> I, did. I was also watching it before we did the interview in the morning yeah so yep i had it on of course you did yeah i don't think i've seen that movie in a while you've never seen it you've never seen miracle uh, i found I've never seen if you play hot oh he has seen it in a while. i said i haven't seen miracle in a while of course dude, I've if you're seen a hockey miracle. player and you never saw miracle it just in general like dude come on now it's I like, remember telling uh, uh, Mr. Patrick uh, that when I was younger, I thought that Kurt Russell was Herb Brooks. <laughs> I mean, dude, I did too. I think we all. I think we all did. That's how much I watched that movie when I was younger. And I was like, I think I was like, like maybe four, four or five. I thought Kurt Russell was Craig Patrick. No, I'm I did sorry. a project. I did a project Brooks, on. I did a project in elementary school on the whole thing, and I'm pretty sure. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I did. I did like a whole little mural. Did you uh, dress up like Herb in the suit? And no, I didn't go that far. I probably would. Uh, I wish I did now, but I took a little mini hockey stick, like those, uh, you know, those carpet hockey sticks, mm -hmm. and I made like a mural and like like pictures and all that like goofy stuff. With Miracle, yeah. Herb Brooks. That movie came out right right before we were born. I think it came out in two thousand one. I believe two thousand four. Two thousand four. Oh, so right a little bit after we were born. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm. That was a really cool. That we that happened so many years ago, and us to this day, 20, 20 years old. I am Barnes, nineteen. We're all around that era, and we're all such. It's been such a big part of our lives, and it's happened yeah. such a long time ago. So, yeah, it was really cool for me, especially, and you guys as as well to uh, be a part of that. So, thank you, Mr. Patrick. Um, Hum, would you like to do the honors of heading uh, us into? Uh, Hatchery Trivia. Free trivia time. Perfect. I love the time. Okay. Nice. Best time of the podcast. Um, Yay. Okay. Yay. All Yay. right. You guys know the rules by now. Russo uh, has no. yet to get can a hatch. You, can you explain the rules again, please? No. Russo has yet viewers. to get a hatch. For our new viewers, please. Okay. <laughs> I, give out three, I give out okay. three you questions. Tour, so. I give out three questions. To get a hat trick, you gotta get three of them right. There are bonus questions if there if there is a tie. I'm ready to do this. Meaning if there if like there's there could be a tie of everyone getting three questions correct, which has never happened. There could be a tie of it being one apiece, two apiece. There could be a tie between two people. Bonus question comes in play then. Today we have two bonus questions, so somebody could win by two. Or it could just be tied again, and then I'm fucked and don't have another question to ask. So, we'll see how it goes. Very interesting. First so. question. Who is the only team in the NHL to overcome a 3-1 to series deficit Ooh. in the cup final? Ooh, I like this question. Look, very prevalent. To is it? Yes. All these questions are pretty uh, uh, prevalent to this situation. A... Islanders, B, Rangers, C, Avalanche, D, Maple Leafs. I gotta say the Islanders because all these questions are from you. Safe option. I'm going with the Islanders. I'm going with the Islanders. I, I also, so I'm sure they this is right, give me one question. second. Here. Give me one second here. 
this is a hard question. I just unless he's throwing us off today. Unless look, here's the thing. You know, I know the Rangers never done that, and the oh, Islanders are so dominant in that time that I feel like they wouldn't go down three to one. I I honestly don't know, but I'm pretty sure I heard the other day that it was the Avalanche that did this before with. Uh, I think it's the Avalanche. I'm just gonna go with the Avalanche just because. This is a haunt question. I'm going with the Islanders. Sorry. I'm going with the- I just I, I feel like I've heard people talk about that they came back with a three one deficit. I haven't. I don't know. I Who haven't. I haven't. I, haven't. I, I literally thought I heard the other day that someone came back with a three one deficit and it was fucking avalanche. The Han smirk a little bit when I said Islanders, so we'll see what happens. No, because he's so, probably at least probably like, haha, you, you, you're an idiot. It's not the Islanders. So the Islanders, when they were in the Cup final. Never trailed through to one. Oh, come exactly. on. Exactly. That's what I said. I, I don't I was... think they trailed ever when they were in the cup oh, final. Besides exactly. their fifth. They fifth were so cup. dominant. So was besides I Besides their fifth cup final, I don't think they ever trailed in the series unless it was like one nothing or whatever, which I still doubt. Damn it, Barnes. Damn it. The answer one. is the Maple Leafs. Oh, oh, wrong. oh. look at that. Oh, 1942. 1942 Stanley Cup final. It was the dark horse option that got it. Oh my god. Now things are getting yeah. interesting here, huh? You gotta think it's of some So no one's getting a hat, technically. Nobody's getting a hat. Well, I mean, you can still get three, three questions. Not right off the bat, though. Question two okay. There are only four teams to ever come back from down three enough to complete the rever- to complete the reverse sweep. Name them. <laughs> oh, uh, there's four wait, teams so again, in NHL history. We have to name all four. Name all four. That what? God, dude, that what is this? Completed, completed a reverse sweep. This is like Jeopardy. Do I have to say okay. who? So it's not the Avalanche, it's not the Rangers, Leafs. it's not the Islanders. But um, with one person, I think I, think I do. I think I do know this stuff. I think we should go around. We'll go around. Start from uh, one. I'm not going to go for a second. You're going to make me go first? Come I am going to make me go first. Each person has to come up with one of the Maple Leafs. You're not working together. Because this is, this is a question that everyone's got to get right. There's one of these okay, Maple Leafs. Safe option. I'm going to safe option first. The Canadians. I okay. Was, I really thought he was going to say that. No, no, no. Canadians. Because well, this is... This how we know that they've never came back from a 3-1 deficit and never trailed. So we can use that information. The Canadians have been around for a really long time. I'm going to Canadians. I'm going okay. to Detroit, Michigan. Uh, Detroit Red Wings. And Detroit, Michigan. Going to Detroit Red Wings. Um, Ooh, you're going with all some of the original six teams. Safe option. Well, I mean, safe option. I'm trying to think who else is like, who was like a power. Who could actually pull it off? Edmonton? But they were just way too good. Uh, I, I'm actually gonna give it. I'm gonna put Edmonton in there. This is this is gonna be bad. Like, there's no. <laughs> I'm gonna be lucky if I get one. <laughs> All right. What did I, what was I at right now? So I had Canadian. So you had you had Red, Red Wings. And what did I what did I just say? What team did I just say? You said Red Wings. You said Canadian. So Canadians. Red Wings. Have... Isn't wait? Doesn't the Maple Leafs count as one? Oilers. Oilers. Okay, that's three. You need more. Does the Maple Leafs count? Because we just said that they came back from throwing deficit. Vegas Golden Knights. Why not? I'm it's like a three nothing deficit. That's Joe. what I'm saying. What? Huh? <laughs> this is a what three region? three nothing. <laughs> deficit. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. And it's in the Cup Final. In the Cup Final, we're talking about. No, just in general. Just in general. In general. Oh, in general. Oh, I got. Yeah, I got an answer. Okay. There's All four right. teams that have okay. done it. Those are those. Those are my four. John, do you need more time? I, I have my answers. Go, yeah, go. I thought it was Cup Final 3-1. Okay, I'm going to say uh, the LA Kings, the... Mm, I, I, I want to say... I want to say the Lightning did it once. I think they yeah. might have done it once. Uh, the Lightning. Nah, they got swept, though, three years ago. I think someone's reverse sweep. I know, I, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure the Kings have done it. Um, mm, maybe... Maybe maybe Nashville during that run that they had, and then I'm gonna go San Jose. I think you're uh, right. 
I'm I'm just I'm hoping to get at least one. I feel like you're right with Nashville. I'm just gonna. So who do I? I'm gonna go. Nashville's I'm just gonna completely just fucking go for it. Uh, for the question, the answers I just. Said. I'm trying to think of like a series that was like so epic at the end that it was like well deserved after like a game seven how they came back. I'm trying to think of who did that though. Okay. I'm just gonna go with the Kings, New Jersey Devils. Ooh, good pick. Fucking, fucking. Uh, uh, Alright, so what I say so far, I said Devils, Kings, I'll say fucking Toronto and the Canadians. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Watch it be the Seattle crack. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle the, crack four, the four teams have ever overcome a 3 nothing series deficit. The Kings are one of them. Oh, let's go, John. The Maple Leafs are one of them. Yeah, I'm over two. Yeah, the Flyers cool. are one of them. Oh, Ooh. fuck them! Uh, you were closer. To and the fourth together. one is the Islanders. Uh, oh, oh. Four. oh. <laughs> on question. On question. On There's question. the question. On question. On question. So, John, so I'm John wins that since he has more teams. All right, that's fair. John, you got one point. Okay, here's the third question. It ties into that. Who was the most recent team to do it? The Islanders, the Kings, the Flyers, or the Leafs? Oh, wait, actually, I don't know now. Definitely not the fucking Flyers, please. Well, I know it's not the Leafs because the Leafs have a one. Definitely the Leafs series. And I don't remember well. ever the Islanders doing it, so I'm going to say go with the Kings. Oh, I was gonna go with the Kings. I'm gonna go with the Kings. Ah, fuck it, I'll go with the Kings. Oh, so it looks like we're all getting the question right. I literally said Golden Knights. <laughs> 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 what the fuck is wrong with you? They, they swept. <laughs> they swept the first round. The yeah, first I'm glad. One year in, and they, the second the second round they were. They they think our like hockey knowledge would get better. You think after doing all these, we learn something? Infinite regress with me. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is spiraling out of control. The answer is the Kings. Oh, yeah, that was obvious. All right, so, so me John's and Bruce are tied. Okay. So John, you got oh, two. Okay. You got two. One and three. Bruce's got one. Me and Bart are tied as well. With one. Yeah, look at so, that. So, the bonus question here. What year I'm did the Kings to... complete the, 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 the reverse sweep? Was it... 2015, 2012, no. mm-hmm. 1993, or oh. 2014? 2012. Yeah, it's when they beat the Rangers, 2012. I don't care. I'm sticking with 12. 93, baby. 93. I'm on face. I always win. Give me that 12. Give me that 12. Give me that 12 right now. Let's go. Give me that one, two. Answer 2014. Oh, my goodness. I knew it. I knew it because I remember hearing that uh, they had pushed almost all the games to a game seven, except for the finals. God damn it. Only a fucking loss. And that, this now ties into the second bonus question the last question could i oh, steal me and russo Ooh, so me and john here so it's really between russo and john here but if I'm they about if, to get if these two if russo and john get this wrong if barnes gets barnes this gets right right then it's a two it's a three way tie for two and i gotta come up with something <laughs> i would want to get it right i kind of this is gonna be interesting gonna pull an so here we go <laughs> in 2014 okay the series that the kings came back from down three nothing to win the series. Okay. They, they ultimately won the cup. Who did they play? I think I know this. Who did they play? Yep. What Who's series? Who's dominant at that time? Did they play in the series. Multiple if there's one, if there's if there's one answer that you say, I, I I'll get it right. What is the what? Give me the options. Do we get choices or do we have to think? Is it the Sharks, the Oilers, the Canucks, or the Stars? Sharks. Oh, never mind. Fuck. All right. I'm, Wait, I'm letting John answer first because I'm not giving him the right. an answer. I think so I know the Edmonton was like, I'm like 95% sure they were not in the playoffs at the time. 
they were dog shit at that time. Canucks, where they were good. I don't know if they got reverse fades. I honestly could see the Canucks. Wait, what else? What are the, what are the two options? Sharks. Sharks. Sharks, Oilers, Canucks, the Stars. The Stars. The Stars were decent epic at that time. When did the Bruins win the Stanley Cup with Sagan? 2011. Okay, so at that time, I think Sagan went to the Dallas Stars that year. So he got he got traded he got traded right to the cup, didn't he? Hmm. Damn, this sucks. Sharks. You know, honestly, I thought it was I thought it was Coyotes. I thought it was Coyotes at first. I thought the Coyotes because they Coyotes were good at that time too when they were in Phoenix. They're called the Phoenix Coyotes, not the Arizona Coyotes. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Canucks because they were pretty good at that time. I'm I'm really stuck between the Canucks and the Stars because the I know stars. why. Are you, why are you saying Sharks? Why am I not saying Sharks? I the Sharks weren't. Good I don't know. Right? I just don't. I don't. I don't have a feeling that that was they, that was the team because I remember exactly they weren't good. So they let up four. They let up. They let them beat them four times. But I remember hearing about it, and I remember them coming back three zero, and then pushing it to a game seven. And I just I I don't think this the that was the team. The, the Sharks were the team that they did that against. I don't remember that being the headline. The Kings beat such and such. Um, man, I'm stuck between the Canucks and the Stars because I remember that when the Canucks lost the Cup, they had a riot, and then when they, I think when they lost against, I think it was the Kings when they had another riot because I remember they had, they had a, they kept rioting after they were losing. Oof, oof, this is tough. Shark. Barge is gonna go with the Sharks. I'm, I think I'm gonna go with the Canucks. Yeah. Final answers. Oh shit! All right, what do you what do you do? Canucks, sharks. Great. So okay. Barnes, is Barnes gonna get this right? Watch Barnes get it. Well, here's the thing: me and Bruce. I'll are be wrong with the stars. Right. The answer is stars. the sharks. Sharks. Oh, oh my god! Boom! Boom! Bro, what the fuck? Yeah, is so Barnes oh, has right, come yeah, out of nowhere. Over. I said over and over again. Barnes, the shot. The Barnes from the rafters just comes in and ties this thing. Boom. So we have the Fuck third the bonus shot. round. Oh, you pulled that one out of your ass, Barnes. Let's be serious. Yes, I did. Sometimes I get lucky. All right, this is for the win. All right. Big what head. round? What round was that? Second. Oh my. Second round. First. Fuck you first. It, it was the first. First. first round. Second. Oh, Second. come on, this is unfair. Like, fuck. Second round. First. Second round. Oh, I'm just saying first it comes off my head. Second round. That's, why I, that's why I said sharks first. I think Barnes is. I would totally see that happen in the first round. Second. Reverse. I think Barnes is right. There. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to say the same answer. No way. Barnes is going to back and win all of this after me and Russo. Imagine yeah, being honestly, the, it's one, okay? Let's go. Just give us the answer. It's like Russian roulette. It's literally Russian roulette if you're going to go up my head. I think Barnes is right. I'm pretty sure it was two. Round two. One. One. I'll, you know, I'll go through just so then it's It's not the third round. That's stupid. That's stupid. Both your God, Bruce. The last round. Both your God. You can't. You can't. Okay, now he's saying it's stupid, so now he knows something, so he doesn't want me to pick three. Or he's messing with you. It's round two. I'm going two. I'm going two. <laughs> it's one. It's one for sure, bro. I'm winning this. Give me that win. Final answer. Final answer. Final answer. It's one. It's round one. two. It's one, Final dude. Answer. It's one. Round two. No, it's one. It's one. Russo, you changed your answer. I'm changing my answer to one. They, I, it was in the it was in the Stanley Cup final. Sorry. I think they, I think they yeah, shocked the world. Stanley Cup final. Round two. One. No, it's two. I choose two. It's one. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> it's one. Hurry up bro. before I change it again. What? Round two. <laughs> so, Russo, you're your pick to the second round. <laughs> it's one. It's one. It's one. I'm picking round one. Round two. Oh, my God. No, I'm sticking with one. That's it. Round That's two. It. No, you're sticking with two, Russo. What do you no, mean? it's one. It's one. Pick, make two. up your mind, Russo. You have five seconds. It's one. Round two. I'm buzzing. Okay. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. It was... The first round. Yeah. Oh, yes, oh, I knew it. You. No, I'm kidding. I had no idea. I just didn't oh know. God, this is going to keep going. I got to go for the question. Rush, see, Russian roulette. Sorry, Barnes. It's okay. Well, Bar Barnes is out of it. He can fucking do the same thing and tie this up. You guys get this question wrong. Don't just get a hat trick. Questions. Nothing's no. interesting. Oh, wait, no. Somebody's gotta win. Somebody's gotta yeah. win. 
Oh. Never um, ends in time. Maybe we should make them. Okay. Who okay. scored, I have who scored the who scored the overtime winner in the Seneca Vinyl 2014? Alec Martinez, I win. Yeah. Okay. Fuck I you. have one. Maybe we should make him SHL team. Who? Yeah. Who? Was the opponent that the Islanders played when they came back from a three nothing deficit? Washington Capitals. Open question or Washington I'll go Black Capitals. Hawks. It is it is it the uh is it uh, open question. Go. Oh, open question. Go Black Capitals. Hawks. Washington Black Capitals. Black Hawks. Washington Capitals. Black Hawks. Maybe it was the Panthers now. No, it's the back? Washington Capitals. It was the Blackhawks. Mm. I think it was the Penguins. <laughs> I think it was the Blackhawks. Why'd you be the Ranger? No. Let's go. The Capitals. Blackhawks. Mm. No, because the Rangers this have never played. This is a stupid question. I'm not Washington thinking about using my Well, yeah, it's a fucking choice, Han. Let's go. Change answer. What did I say? Penguins? Devils. Capitals. Devils. Flyers? Han gave me a really Capitals. weird weird look when I said Devils. Devils. Maybe it was a flyer. I'm gonna say flyers. Going flyers. Devils. Devils. Locking it in flyers. I mean, oh wait, yo, yo, wait. Hey, dude, wait, 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 wait. You started smiling when you said flyers, bro. Put me in for devils. We have to turn off the cameras when we do this. This is ridiculous. I'm gonna it, I'm I was confident in capitals, and I thought it was a flyers and then they right in they right on. Oh, of course you were. Yeah, because he started fucking laughing when I said when, when you said liars. I said right, from now on we're turning off the cameras when we do this. It's a stupid question, Han. Change the question because it's pretty dumb. Devils. No, uh, no I'm stuck with the flyers. It's a good question. No, I'm going to take the flyers then because you know uh, I don't fucking lose. Wow, okay. Pink I'm going to devils. My question, all right. So Barnes says the devils. John Russo say the flyers. Yeah. yeah. Watch it be the devils. Watch. Watch it be the, the devils. Watch it be the It's the penguins. Oh, I had it right uh, the first time. You said penguins right. too. Give us, give us like a, give us a choice next time, though. Okay. No, now we're extending it to the next. Wait, can we, can we? All right, wait, all right, all right, look at the all right. Final. Okay, what year was that? 1970, 1980, 1970, 1980. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're right. 1970, 1980, 1975, or 1983? 80. Because you hesitated on 83. 80. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with 80 as well. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll go with 80. Your face in that camera. You're going to fucking face takes the whole camera, bro. I can't. <laughs> Actually, why no. I'm going with why 83. Why do you like that, bro? 83. This has to be the longest. <laughs> it is the longest. No, it wasn't. That was the most exciting one. Name all the fucking winners. The answer. You guys are all wrong. Keep going. We're all wrong. Nineteen. What was the other? What was the other seventies? Nineteen seventy-five. That's my next one. Wait, no, eighty-three. Eighty-three. I said eighty-three. I said eighty-three. You said eighty-three, Barnes. Yeah, yeah, eighty-three. I'm gonna go eighty-three. Seventy-five. So Bruce and Barnes say eighty-three. Yep. Wait, 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 wait. Now he's changing his answer. We gotta get to a Belgium. Wait, what did you say before, though, Barnes? What? I said. Oh well, no, I said eighty. No, I said 83 first. And I was like, yeah, maybe it's 80. And then he said, no, you're wrong. So I went back to 83. I think it's 83. 75. I don't care about losing anymore. 75. John says 75? Yeah. Watch John win. Just like that. Russo and Barr say 83? 83. Yeah, yes. you were so hesitant, so. Lock it. It is 1975. Oh, my oh. God. On wins. I never lose. Go fuck yourselves. Guys. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> like that. Dom <laughs> is the front runner here. So I never lose. Yeah, Congratulations, I never lose. That concludes hashtag trivia. I was in your just right on that one. Oh, you just fermented yourself. What? History. You made. You won hashtag trivia on. The one year anniversary of China. So, congratulations. When Hadrick Trivia wasn't a thing a year ago. Yeah. So, I wonder who, I think Barnes, I think you were the first one to win Hadrick Trivia. Yes, I was. I believe you had your big Instagram first. That's where I, that's where I came from. Yep, that's where, that's where came I came from. from. Yeah, so, um, probably not a year. I think you started Hadrick Trivia like a little while after. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, when you came into it, that was your thing. Thank you guys. This has been an awesome podcast here. Uh, thank you guys for joining. Um, you know, just gonna wrap it up here. This has been the conclusion of the first 
anniversary of Chuck and Nucks and our interview with Craig Patrick. So thank you guys for listening and stay tuned for more. Check out our Instagram, our YouTube, Instagram at Chuck and Nucks pod, uh, YouTube, the Chuck and Nucks podcast and our Twitter, uh, CK Chuck and Nucks. Uh, thank you guys. And no, don't forget. Reversed it. Reversed it. Chuck and Nucks CK. Thank you. Sorry. Good, good call. Good call. I mean, I'm the one that big call it, out so. there. Good man. Oh, also, good. Uh, Emo Shield three. I mean, Emo Shield, what is it four, four. now? Uh, we're trying to get that going. Yeah, it's in production. Haunt, we'll figure it the fuck out. Before. Sorry. It's in production. Haunt. We got we got the script ready. Haunt we do have the script ready. We do. We just got to figure out where to film. All right, guys. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you, listeners. And as always, remember to chuck those those nucks. Chuck those nucks. Awesome.